What's up everyone? I am Michelle Brundage and welcome to 5 After 3. I am Michelle Brundage, your official host of 5 After 3, the podcast. I want to take a minute to thank you all for continuously to join us every single week. And of course, to give a long distance digital hug to our first time listeners. We are so glad that you're here. Please subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss when an episode comes out. Now, we are in our third week of the series, My Business, My Way. And today we have such a treat for you. We have Wendy Bridgman, who is entrepreneur of Life Moments Preserved. It's an amazing business and she is in the process of growing her business and she is going to share some great tea with us about how she moved foot into full-time entrepreneurship after being laid off. So basically she was kind of forced into it. Take a listen and I'll see you back after. I've told you guys over the last couple of weeks that I was going to have guest business owners featured, and they are going to basically download great gems into us so that as we are building our business, it will help us along the way and give us some points to remember. Today, we have Wendy Bridgman. Wendy Bridgman is an event design specialist for Life Moments Preserved, and she is going to help us today with our episode three of our series, My Business, Why Way, My Way. How are you today? I'm doing great, Michelle. How are you doing? I am doing well, living life in chaotic Atlanta right now, but you know, as you know, our city is going crazy right now with this virus, but you know what? I'm thankful that they are taking drastic measures as a sign of precaution, right? So we're okay. (laughs) We're okay. So, So I know you and I know, you know, how we connected. We, of course, connected as rich friends. And then, of course, once we um, had an actual conversation, we realized that we're actually born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. But what I want you to do is introduce yourself from your perspective and give us a little bit of information about your business. Okay, well, I'm Wendy, and um, I'm from born and raised in Detroit. I'm currently living in Georgia. I've been here for uh, 13 years now. It's gone by so fast. Um, I can imagine. (laughs) I'm married, and I have two children. I have a a daughter and a son. Let's see. I've worked in corporate America for all of my business career for over, um, oh, goodness, 25-plus years. That's a lot. And uh, (laughs) until this past past December when my – when my current role was eliminated due to um, a merger. And that really um, kick-started me into my business full-time. I was working my business, Life Moments Preserved, part-time while working in corporate America. But in January, I got that push to, to do my business full-time. So as you mentioned, the name of my business is Life Moments Preserved. I'm an event design specialist. And we design events that create memories for a lifetime because we live for the moments that you can't put into words. 
So with that, we offer mainly three different types of services. One is event design. The second is uh, custom party favors. And the the third would be custom photo books. That's awesome. Now, how did you get into that? Now, I know as as we've talked, (laughs) I've learned that you kind of have that kind of creative bone. Was this something that you just kind of fell into, or was this actually an idea that you had that you just kind of, you know, kind of molded into a business. And just so you know, I asked that question because our last couple of episodes, our last episode we had Letitia Bryant and the episode before was the intro to the My Business, My Way series. And we were, we've were we been talking about how to turn your idea into income. So that's why I asked that. Was this something that you just kind of always have wanted to do, or was it just an idea that you had? How did the whole – how, how did the whole event design come into play? Absolutely not. Um, if you would have asked me, uh, if you would have asked me, say, 10 years ago, um, would I have wanted to be a business owner, um, I, would have, I would have definitely have said no. It was definitely right. not something that, um, that I had really given a lot of, a lot of thought to. However, being creative, doing doing parties and doing those types of things have always been something that I've enjoyed doing, that I've um, helped family and friends to do. And I think it was when it, it was, it was when when I had my daughter and it started with photo books. I wanted to um, preserve her childhood. Um, when I looked at my daughter as an as an infant, I wanted to capture those moments and it made me think about the fact that I didn't have a lot of photos that I could look back on from my own childhood. So I wanted to capture that for her. So um, at that point I started creating photo books, and my thought was that when she turned 18, I would give her 18 photo books, one for each year of her life, so that she would have those memories to reflect upon and also to pass on to her children and um, my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And it kind of just started from there and took off where I was doing photo books for family, for friends, and doing the parties. And my husband mm-hmm. was like, oh, why don't you just, why don't you do this as a business? It's obvious that you love it. Um, I could talk about decorating for days. <laughs> Right, right. So, um, it was kind of born born from that, and it was life moments preserved, just preserving those special moments in our life. And that's so awesome, and I think you make a valid point because, you know, growing up or when we were growing up, we the inception of Facebook hadn't happened yet or Instagram, right? We literally used to go to the store and buy disposable cameras or we had the, the Polaroid that they have reinvented and placed back on the market, right? <laughs> so you yeah. always had those and, you know, you had the big photo albums that kind of sat on the shelf in your house growing up. So pull from a, chef, a shelf and open it up and like, wow, this is me when I was a baby. You know what I mean? So I think um, that was an awesome idea. And, again, it's an idea. And because you loved it, you kind of just fell into it and you started, you kept doing it, and it turned into becoming income for you. So um, I love it. 
I love it. And it's, a, it's amazing how, like you said, 10 years ago, you were not thinking about making some, some photo books and capturing pictures for people and, and creating yeah. it in this beautiful, you know, um, arrangement. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody right. was thinking yeah. about that. So. Nobody was thinking about that. <laughs> Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I I love to hear stories like that because I know if it inspires me, it inspires somebody else because everyone has an idea, right? But yes. whether or not they think it's valuable or not, you know, we, we, we are our own worst critics, so to speak, right? <laughs> so we sometimes sure, don't yes. think it has any value to it. But if you just start and just move towards it, it'll, you know, you may just fall into it kind of like how you did, right? <laughs> yes, so. I love that. So that's kind of how um, you jumped into the entrepreneurial world, and then you kind of built from that with the event designing and and that sort of thing. Is that correct? It just took off from there, yeah. I love it. And then the party decor, and guys, and don't worry, we'll make sure – I'll make sure to leave – the website, Life Moments Preserved, in the description box as well. So if you are in need of any custom party favors or event design, um, you can definitely reach out to Wendy. So um, I like that. One thing that we um, also talk about is, you know, well, actually I'll say that I discussed with Letitia on last week. You know, she was saying how she started – you know, her idea into teaching, uh, you know, formed into teaching other people, right, because she had to start from scratch, right? But it sounds like your starting from scratch was a little bit different from hers. What were some things that you learned starting from scratch? Like, literally, because it sounds like you didn't, like, you didn't take a class, like, you know, or did you? (laughs) No, um, no, I didn't. It was a lot of, um, it was a lot of trial and error. Um, I think probably the biggest lesson learned was uh, not to do free. <laughs> oh, it's. Um, I think it's. it's Girl, you know, I'm telling you. <laughs> when, <laughs> when it's it's something that you really love to do, it's um, and it and it comes natural um, to you. It's easy to offer your services and not really um, think about the monetary part of it. And for mm-hmm. me, that was where I was because I just loved designing. I loved um, creating the photo books. I loved um, just the the emotion that my friends or families would have in seeing the, the photo book or when they walked into a room that had been transformed into their vision that, you know, mm-hmm. was in their head and now they're actually standing in the middle of a room and, it's, and bringing mm-hmm. that to life. So for me, the hard part was, you know, coming out of that and turning it into a business. And mm-hmm. um, so if I have to say, you know, if you, you have, if you have a talent or a service that you offer, you should, you should get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, would you say that all the times that you did do free, would you say that that was kind of like a mistake that you made along the way? Because to your point, you kind of learned that, like, okay, wait a minute, right. I have to stop doing this free thing. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily call it a mistake. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it was a mistake, but it was just, it was definitely, um, it was, it was something to learn from. I mean, it, it was um, yeah. definitely early on in my career. It was, 
an opportunity for me to, it was exposure, it was practice. Yes. Even at that point when I wasn't, didn't quite know that I would be where I am today, um, back mm-hmm. then, but so I think of it more as a a learning experience for me. It, I would I wouldn't classify it as a as a mistake, but mm-hmm. I would tell other others that are interested in starting their own business that if you do have a service, if you do provide a service, or you know you have a particular talent, that you should look at it as a business and yourself as a business and get paid and get paid for that. If you're providing Absolutely. a service. To someone, then you should you should get paid for your services. Absolutely. Now, at the beginning, you did indicate that you were or have been in corporate America in corporate America for a very long time. Because I feel like when we're in corporate America, we kind of gain a lot of skills that aren't taught in college, right, or in school. You know, leadership skills, team building skills, and things of that nature. When you were laid off, did you even think that those were skills that you could actually use within your business? Or if you have used it in building your team, how have you done that or what process did you make for that? So when I was, when my job was eliminated, I was, although I knew it was coming, it still was a little bit of a, of a shock for me. Um, yeah. I think I, we were expecting it to happen later and it happened a couple of months sooner than we were anticipating. It, I definitely took some things from corporate America and use those to help me in my business. Mm-hmm. One, being, I think initially when I first, you know, starting in January, looking at this coming in full time, it was, okay, what do I do with my day? How do I plan out my day? How do I know, um, how do I prioritize the things that I, I want to do? And so I did kind of put on that business hat from corporate America and started mm-hmm. a routine. Um, you know, I started. I start my day at um, the same time that I used to go into the office. So I'm always in my office by nine o'clock every morning to to begin work. I'm all I'm dressed and in my office at by nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. I always make sure that I have my goals and priorities that I want to work on for the week and have those have those things listed out that I want to accomplish for the week. I set mm-hmm. boundaries. I, I'm not watching TV during the week um, while I'm working. I really wow. consider my, my business hours. So I'm actually in my office. I'm at my desk. I take a lunch hour. I think one of the harder things is um, trying to ha- make sure that family and friends understand that so, because a lot of times they think, well, you're working from home, so you're not really working. Right, and that you so, have all the available time in the world. Yes, that's right. very true, very true. have available time and so that's kind of been um, one of the harder parts is, is making sure to put those boundaries. So not always answering my phone when I someone is calling me during the day and returning those messages during my lunch hour or at the end of the day after 5 o'clock mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm staying focused and on task with with what I'm, what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I love that too. And that's kind of what we spoke about as well. And so I like that you, in a nutshell, you kept the same corporate discipline in your own business, waking up at the same time, getting the kids to school at the same time, in your office at the same time, 
So I actually love that. Now, Five After Three, the podcast, for our listeners who don't know, and, and for you as well, the podcast was specifically designed for moms who were looking to, to, if they wanted to be better in entrepreneurship, if they wanted to jump into entrepreneurship, you know, and learning how to balance that. So as a mom, would you say that that was a little bit harder for you once the layoff happened and once you became, you know, um, being totally self-employed um, in regards to being a mom? Like how, how do you balance all of that with work and dinner and the kids and mommy mode and <laughs> wife mode and all of that? <laughs> you know, it, you definitely have to consciously take the time to, you know, make that family time. So mm-hmm. I make sure that their routine hasn't changed. Their routine hasn't mm. changed since I've been home. Like you said, we – I get them up, they go to school at the same time, they're, they're picked up from school at the same time. When we come home, our routine is, you know, our routine is the same. So I stop working during that time to make sure that they're, they've eaten, that they have, they have their baths or whatever extracurricular mm-hmm. activities they're involved in. We do all of those things. And then in the evening after they've gone to bed and we've had family time, then I may come back into my office and um, get more work done if I need to in the evening. So um, I just I try to make sure that their schedule and their routine didn't change. It's hard because sometimes I'm still working on something, but I make sure that I stop when it's their time, it's family time. And I know that it is getting late, and I definitely don't want to keep you too long, but I do want to be able to give you the platform to tell all of the listeners what are five things that you can offer to that business owner that is looking to take their business to the next level as they are creating and launching their business. Okay. I guess I think think of the five things that probably have helped me the most I would have to say one would be having a mentor or coach, someone in your – well, not it doesn't necessarily have to be someone in your same industry or field, but someone that um, you look up to, a mentor or a coach, someone that you can talk to and um, bounce ideas off, off of. <clears throat> I would have to say maybe having, um, having a routine. Again, like, that is one of the, the biggest things that – helped me when I made that transition from corporate America into being home full-time running my own business was having a routine because initially when I started out, I didn't, and I I felt I just, I was, everything just was all over the place. I didn't feel like I had control over my Yeah, and I can imagine you felt like you weren't being really productive because I think there's a difference between busy and productive. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is, yes. So yep. um, definitely putting in some type of um, routine into your incorporating that into your um, your day, your week would um, would be helpful. Setting goals, making sure mm-hmm. that you're you're writing them down. For me, always being able to write them down if it's um, in a notebook or I have a, I have a notebook, I have a whiteboard in my office, and writing my goals down, it kind of helps me to stay focused and know what I'm supposed to be working on or should be trying to get accomplished within that week. And let's see. That's awesome because I am a 
true cheerleader for a whiteboard, okay? I have like three of them in my office. <laughs> yes. They they are oh they are, they come in handy so much. Um I would have to yep. say don't give up. I say I know that, you know, a lot of times with um running your own business, um, you run into to obstacles, things don't always go the way as planned. But don't give up. Um just keep pushing, keep pushing through. Um, again, that's one of the reasons, too, to have a mentor or a coach, that um, that person that can be there to help you through those times when you feel like you want to give up. It's not going how you envisioned or how you planned. Um, you know, mm-hmm. but don't give up. Just keep, just keep pushing forward. And um, lastly, I would have to say enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey um, and celebrate, uh-huh. the small, celebrate the small wins. Um, because that is going to help you not to give up if you're, um, you know, enjoying the process when you get that one small um, contract signed. Celebrate mm-hmm. that. And, um, Absolutely. Enjoy, enjoy the process because it, it, it's a process, it's a journey, and you want to make sure that you're enjoying every, every step of that journey. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much, Wendy, for your time. I certainly appreciate it. I I promise, I, you know, you guys are not leaving anything on the table. I don't know what I'm what I'm going to have to talk about next week because when I tell you all, all of the guests are dropping gems, so I really appreciate your time. Um, I really appreciate you sharing your story because, you know, I always say this, and, and, and I've said this before, I've said this before, and it seems to be that I'm saying it over and over and over again, is that these days, you know, the big name companies, you can't really count on them for your retirement. The only thing you can count on is you, you know, because <laughs> they are yes, laying off, shipping jobs overseas, you and, know. And pensions are not there like they used to be. And right. it's so important to have multiple streams of income. Definitely yeah. important to have multiple streams of income because um, you need it. You really, you really need it in, in this day and time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you again. And, guys, I will leave the website in the description box. Um, lifemomentspreserved.com. Um, I'll leave it in the description box. So if you want to get in touch with Wendy, there is a toll-free number on her website, and you can definitely give her a call as well as send her a message on social media. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next week at 5 After 3. Guys, was that not a treat? It was a treat that I promised you. While being forced into entrepreneurship is almost like a win-win situation, right? Because as entrepreneurs and still working in a corporate job or a nine-to-five job, you know, most of us, our dream is to really work our full-time job. Did I not guarantee you that this was going to be a treat? Wow. To 
for lack of a better phrase, to be forced into full-time entrepreneurship. In my eyes, that's a win-win situation. But I do understand that it does come with its ups and its downs. But truthfully, as true nine-to-fivers who have our businesses as our side hustles, we truly do. If we really enjoy it, if we really think about it, we really truly do want to be in business full-time. So to be forced into it, I don't know. For me, it's a win-win. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And guess what? I'll see you next week for our fourth episode of this series, My Business, My Way. And I'll see you next week at five after three.